In the city of Drain, Oregon, in Douglas County, a new health clinic has just opened, thanks to lots of community-based work involving schools, parents, and advocates in the region. The North County Health Clinic is operated by the Umpqua Community Health Center, based in Roseburg. I visited the clinic during their recent open house. I wanted to find out what it took to open the clinic and why the community was motivated to do so. I spoke with several people from the Umpqua Community Health Center, also known as UCHC. Ruth Galster, the UCHC board chair, Mark Suchia, the UCHC marketing and development director, and Kendra Bickham, a grant writer at UCHC and member of the Early Works leadership team at Yonkala Elementary. I also spoke with Sarah Ruiz Waite, a parent leader at Early Works, and Andy Bowe, the superintendent for the Elkton School District. This is the Early Link Podcast. I'm Rafael Otto. Stay tuned and thanks for listening. talking with Ruth Galster, board chair of the Umqua Community Health Center. Ruth, welcome to the Early Link Podcast. Thank you. Nice to be here. Can you tell me just a little bit about Umqua Community Health Center, its role in Douglas County, and the communities that you're serving? Umqua Community Health Center is a clinic with various sites, one in Roseburg, one in Myrtle Creek, one in Glide, one in Sutherland, and a newly opened clinic in North County in Drain. It's a federally qualified health clinic that provides care to all ages, birth to grave, with care for everyone regardless of their ability to pay. So if you have insurance, fine. If you have Medicaid, fine. Medicare, we are more than happy to provide quality care for all. And based in Roseburg, correct? Correct. The main clinic is in Roseburg, but with satellite clinics that are open every day in these other areas. Could you talk a bit about what that looks like, you know, being based in Roseburg and then thinking about expanding to community like Drain in North Douglas County? What does that look like? Uh, What does it take for Umqua to do that? Umqua Community Health Clinic provides care not just in the medical, but also in behavioral health and dental. Uh, Those three areas have been very successful in all of the clinics. Our desire and dream in North County and Drain, we're starting with medical and soon hope to be able to add behavioral health and dental for care in North County patients. I'm also speaking with Mark Suchia, who's the Marketing and Development Director for the Umpqua Community Health Center. Tell me about what it's taken to get the word out about the opening of this clinic and what that's looked like. Yeah. So when we first started um, looking into opening a clinic in North County, we knew one of the first things that we had to do was engage the community and uh, gain their trust. So we worked very closely with the Children's Institute, the school districts to get out in front of the community. We held several town halls to share our vision for what this clinic was going to be and also get feedback from the community to learn about their needs. In addition to that, we obviously, we did a lot of research and we discovered through that research that there's a huge need here in North County for healthcare. And uh, I believe um, one of the surveys that we reviewed showed that in terms of healthcare, North Douglas County has the largest unmet healthcare needs in the state. So it was kind of a no-brainer for us. It's our mission to, as Ruth said, provide care for all, regardless of their circumstance and where they live. So 
Um, when we identified the need here in North County, we knew it was something that we had to address. So we began building network of community partners, the Children's Institute, the school districts, and um, did all of our due diligence. And here we are today with the clinic open. And this community is really, when we think about Drain, Elkton, Yonkala, those are kind of the three main communities in North Douglas that were engaged in that process. Is, is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So we serve primarily those three towns up here in North Douglas County. And, um, you know, there was a period, you know, when there was no clinic here and folks were having to travel either to Cottage Grove, um, Sutherland, or even Eugene to find care. And, you know, that's kind of an untenable situation for many families. So it was important to us to establish this clinic so folks would have the care that they need and deserve right here in town. Uh, I'm also speaking with Kendra Bickham, who works for the Umqua Community Health Center and is on the leadership team for the Early Works Project at Yonkala Elementary School. Welcome, Kendra. Oh, thank you. It's great to be here. I wanted to ask you a little bit more about the, the, the process of investigating the need in North Douglas County, the going through the community health needs assessment, what that was like and who was involved and what you discovered. I know that's a lot of questions all in one, but can you talk about that process? Absolutely. So um, obviously, Early Works has been really engaged with the community um, for a number of years and collecting information, really building trust, listening to the community and um, delivering community engagement activities the community has spoken for, I think has been a big part of the trust building. And so it made sense for Umqua Community Health Center to partner with Early Works at the very earliest stages of this process because the trust had already been built with the work that they had done. And then we really just tried to engage in a similar fashion to be listening and hearing what their healthcare needs are, the barriers to access. And as we held those town hall meetings and read survey information, we were able to learn and glean and incorporate that into our development process. I've spoken with Erin Helgren a little bit about that process as well. And one of the things that she talked about in Yonkala is that parents really seem to be engaged and involved in that process and making their voices heard. And it was an empowering process for them. Absolutely. I mean, there's parent involvement even on the Early Works leadership team. And I have found that personally very valuable to hear the different perspective other than maybe a school district employee, for instance, that it's a parent that maybe had challenges with their children and trying to figure out school attendance and having resource needs and unsure of how to access those that that engagement process, I think, has been invaluable to really hear and listen um, and can hear it from a different perspective. Once there's an understanding of the community need, what did it take for Umqua to actually come into the facility? I'm sure there were dollars that were needed to renovate the facility, renovate the treatment rooms to get this place up and running and ready to serve kids and families. Can you talk about that and what Umqua needed to do? When the idea was presented that there is a possibility of Umqua Community Health Center being able to open and provide care to a clinic in North County, specifically in Drain. Obviously, there are startup monies that are needed for that and the providers and staff who will come to take care of that. So all of those efforts were honed down into a presentation to the board of directors 
who are committed to the mission of this organization that we provide care to all members of the county, regardless of their ability to pay, and hopefully be able to serve them in the community where they live. So it was almost a no-brainer for board members to say, yes, let's do that, realizing that it was a commitment of financial. And when you think about that, there's a business model to providing care, there are costs that come along with that. And then there are providers that need to be traveling up here and working in the clinic and serving the kids and families. Can you talk about what it takes to get providers to be working at this facility and some of the work around making sure that there is an ongoing, I hate to say supply, but an ongoing supply of providers who are committed to working in rural communities like Drain? Sure. So recently, we've had a ton of success recruiting providers at Umclaw Community Health Center who are committed to the mission. And um, when we presented the idea to our clinical team, um, the number of our clinical staff was on board right away. And we've identified a clinical team to uh, provide services here in North Douglas County. They're committed to the effort. They're committed to the community. They um, love the work that they do on behalf of the community. And in terms of recruitment and retention moving forward, we recognize that that's a problem. It's a problem that we've experienced. It's a problem with other practices in Douglas County and beyond throughout the state of Oregon. So uh, one of the ways that we're addressing that recruitment and retention problem is we are establishing a family medicine residency right there in Roseburg, where we will train family medicine physicians to provide excellent care in locations throughout rural Oregon. Studies have shown that residents will tend to settle down and practice once the residency is over within 100 miles of where they completed their residency. So irrespective of whether or not that resident chooses to work at Umqua Community Health Center, obviously we'd love that. So long as they uh, put down roots in a rural community and provide the excellent care that they learn to provide at Umqua Community Health Center, that's a, that's a win for the community. Right now, the clinic is open Fridays, one day a week, and it sounds like so far appointments are filling up and there's definitely a demand to use the clinic. And I know that there's some anticipation about possible expansion and there's additional community engagement work that will be happening around that. Kendra, could you talk about that? Certainly. Um, we're really excited about the engagement efforts through the Early Works group. In fact, we're going to be facilitating some small focus groups through the back to school um, retreat and barbecue that's coming up at the end of August. Part of that is to facilitate conversations with parents about their health care and wellness barriers to school attendance, which is a real focus right now. And the school district has actually prioritized that. So we're intending on leading a discussion and then gathering information that will help inform our future development efforts. As we've implemented the clinic here, it's been really important that we are intentional about that work. And so we started with one day a week as a part of ensuring that as we expand and grow, that we're doing that incrementally to ensure sustainability for the long-term future. And the space right now is co-located with Family Relief Nurseries and WIC. We've talked about some other options too, not just primary care, but behavioral, mental health care, and possibly dental. What do those things look like? Absolutely. Both of those are um, identified as needs within the North County area, and it's definitely something that is 
a priority and focus for us in our development efforts. Um, our ideal situation is that all of our clinics would be completely integrated with all of those services. I also understand the building is actually owned by Douglas County and that they made the space available virtually at no cost. What did it take to make that happen? So we have a great relationship with Douglas County Commissioners and our CEO, Casey Bolton, engaged them, had conversations with them. And once they understood our vision for North County, they knew that they um, needed to do something about it. And they had this um, this building, this clinic space that was pretty much unused aside from, as you mentioned, the fact that you know, Family Relief Nursery and WIC is here, but there's plenty of space for a clinic. And they offered up the space, and as you mentioned, no cost basically. So that really opened the door for us. And it's a gift from the county that played an integral role in our ability to establish a clinic here in North Douglas County. I also spoke with a parent from Drain whose kids attend school in Yonkala. She is considered a parent leader, has been actively involved in the school through Children's Institute's Early Works Initiative, and played a role on the hiring committee for the new clinic. I'm speaking with Sarah Ruiz Waite, who is a parent, a mother of five children. She lives in Drain, and her kids go to school in the Yonkala School District, ages 7 to 17, so they attend elementary school, middle school, and high school in Yonkala. And I'm talking to her today about the new North Douglas County Health Clinic. Sarah, welcome to the Early Link Podcast. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. I wanted to ask you a little bit about why you have your kids in, in the Oncala School District and your connection to the Early Works program. So my children and I live here in Drain, but I really felt like there was a very close personal relationship between faculty and students and a lot of care in the community towards the children and families of Yonkala. So I chose to take my kids there because I felt like they would be better successful students over there. The opening of the health clinic in Drain is big news. There's a lot of attention to it, and for good reason. Can you talk about the impact of the health clinic on you and your family? So being that we live in Drain, and we do have so many in our family, uh, making an appointment is very difficult, especially if you want to do multiple appointments. Having the clinic here in Drain will make it a lot easier to make appointments and organize it around my schedule and the demands of my schedule. And it also takes a financial burden off, um, being that I can just walk right here to the clinic and I don't have to worry about driving anywhere between 30 and 45 minutes to get to a doctor's appointment. Sometimes I think people can think, oh, there might be services in Roseburg or something like that. But that kind of distance is actually a real barrier for families living in North Douglas County. Can you say more about that issue? Absolutely. Um, a lot of our families that live here in the Drain, Elkton, and Yonkala areas, we have a lot of poverty within our community and our families, and most of us live paycheck to paycheck, and we don't have the ability to even simply save to go to the doctor. And being that, especially for myself that have multiple children, that's multiple appointments driving to and from the doctor, which is anywhere for some people 10 to $30. And that makes a big impact, especially if you're having to do it for multiple people. 
You were also involved in the planning process around the development of the clinic. And I know that Umpqua Community Health Clinic was part of that process. But as a parent, can you talk about your involvement in that process and what that was like? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I did. Um, I lead at a table at our community cafe, which introduced the Umpqua Community Health Center to our area and gave some ideas on the needs of our community. And one of the big impacting things for me was not only reaching our youth, which is very important, but spreading that to the entire community. So I did do a lot of networking with other um, people that I know in the community, like our local youth sports uh, leader, and he's no longer in the community, but he definitely wanted to come and speak his opinion about it. And I just wanted to make sure that all voices were heard and for all aspects, such as, you know, um, the elderly and disabilities and mental issues, uh, dental issues, all the way down to our youth. Do you feel like your voice was heard in that process? I absolutely do. I, I was asked afterwards if I wanted to help sit on the, um, on the board to help with the hiring committee. And I was absolutely tickled to, to be invited and be honored in such a way. And it was really awesome to feel that connection and have them hear everything that we had to say and listen and input that into this clinic. And it sounds like there are going to be opportunities for hopefully the clinic will expand. There might be more activities for kids like we saw today here at the open house where you have kids kind of learning about the importance of exercise. They're learning about how hand washing impacts health and what germs look like under a black light. Are there, are there more things planned that you're aware of that would really help educate kids about the importance of health? I'm not sure about the future plans of the clinic, but I do uh, recognize that a lot of these people that come here will be able to build the relationships with the families. And I'm absolutely positive that more things will open up and with those connections and with the families having that regularity and that security, that there will be more things offered to us. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Sarah, for speaking with me today. Thank you very much. I've also had a chance to speak with Andy Bow, superintendent of the Elkton School District. Andy, welcome to the Early Link Podcast. Yeah, thanks for coming down to, to gather some information. It's great to have a chance to talk with you. I know that the North County Health Clinic is the is the big news, and there's a lot of excitement around the fact that it's opened. This is being run by the Umqua Community Health Center, which is based in Roseburg. And there's also been a lot of work over the past couple of years to get to this point. And one of the things that happened in the community was the Community Health Needs Assessment, which took a look at what kids and families really needed and what they were looking for in North Douglas County. Can you talk about that process and how you were involved? So my part in that process really came through the P3 initiative. We were working to provide uh, you know, preschool and experiences for kids prior to coming to school uh, for us. So as a school district, we were interested in finding out what some of those barriers were for families and kids and some of those instances that really you know, caused them to falter when they got to us. So we joined in on the community needs assessment. We had multiple, multiple, multiple meetings uh, with just about everybody in the community that you could imagine. Parents, um, administrators, folks from Roseburg came. I mean, uh, we gathered a lot of information. And really what we gleaned from that is that there are barriers to folks 
number one, receiving medical treatment and mental health treatment, and that we needed to address that. But also that poverty was a huge piece to um, not only keeping families from accessing healthcare and mental health care, but also being successful when they got to us in the education world. So we worked hard to uh, gather that data and then put it out in a way that was that was meaningful. And I'd like to think that that has led to the opening of the clinic, just shining a light on the need for folks to not have to drive to Roseburg or Cottage Grove. Uh, you know, those 15 miles between you know, Elkton and, and, uh, and Drain or those eight miles between uh, Yonkala and Drain still are a barrier, but it's a lot less than having to go clear to Roseburg or to Cottage Grove. So it's a big thing for us. It's a huge thing for the North County. And from my perspective, it's a huge thing for kids. So that's what, uh, what really excites me about that. When you talk about your role as a superintendent, being an educator, an education administrator, and then also trying to address health needs in the community and look at the effects of poverty. It's a lot to take on. And I think a lot of times schools and districts sometimes feel like they have to take that on. How do you think about that given your role as superintendent? Obviously, it's huge for us to to try to engage families across all of those areas because kids can't be successful if they're not getting dental treatment or the health care that they need or the mental health care that they need. So, um, as a district, I think in the past, districts did not look at it that way. It was like, hey, they're here. We're going to deal with things while they're here. But we have to be involved now with the community and get kids better access to care so that when we get them, they can be successful. So the district sees it holistically. We also are a charter school. So we bring kids uh, to us from all these communities. So that's another factor that maybe some districts don't have that don't have kids coming from outside their boundary. So it's important that we also, you know, serve those kiddos that are coming from, you know, say Drain and hooking them up with the service here is huge because now, you know, that's more effective for them to be able to, to not have to leave our school or not come up to our school because they have to go to a health meeting. So um, those things are all a big part of what we do. What would you say, I mean, you talked about in recent years, there's been that shift to really thinking about the whole child and what the whole child needs in the school setting. What's been behind that? I'd like to think it's the folks in the North County um, making that shift kind of philosophically and the boards. I mean, our board, I couldn't do this work without the support from my school board to say, hey, these are important things. And I have folks on my school board that recognize that. And I think we're lucky in that regard. And I know uh, North Douglas has that as well. And, and same with Young College. So that's a big shift. The other piece is I think we are all realizing, or I hope we're all realizing the effect that uh, you know, poverty has had on the North County with, you know, kind of the timber industry, you know, not being as vibrant as it was at one time. There's not jobs. You know, folks are really struggling to make ends meet. And I think that shift as well took a while for folks to catch up to say, okay, these other things we're going to have to provide a little bit of and be cognizant of, um, you know, addiction therapy, mental health therapy. All of those things are key to keeping us healthy. And then that that trickles, always trickles right down to our kids and our schools. So, uh, like it or not, our schools are, you know, they're kind of the economy in, in, especially in Elkton, we're the biggest employer. So we have to take care of a lot of, a lot of different folks and a lot of different things. There's some high hopes for the clinic being opened. I know it's open one day a week right now. It's opened on Fridays and I just heard that it sounds like appointments are booking into October. So there's pretty high demand. Talk about the impact of the clinic up here. What does that look like to you? 
for our communities and our kids, it means that they get care sooner. They get care that's local, which is huge because now they start to build a relationship just like they built with us, but now with a healthcare provider, whether that's a physician or a mental health specialist or a dentist. Um, those things are critical because that's your community. That's a big piece. If you have to go to Cottage Grove, you're going to somebody else's community to get that care So, um, or Roseburg. And so those are all viable options and they're good providers in those areas, but there's something to be said about having it here. And I think that then brings another sense of, or a, a brighter sense of community. We have those things here and it's important. It's kind of like having a grocery store, you know, it, uh, that's Without a grocery store, you go somewhere else, you feel like you're going somewhere else. You know, here it's it's kind of a community spot. So it's just really important that we have those things in in our community. And I know Umqua, they're just going to see how things are going. They'd like to be able to expand at some point and bring in additional services, dental care, like you mentioned earlier, behavioral health supports, mental health supports. And ideally, you have this sort of wraparound package of services that kids and families can utilize right here. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's huge for them to recognize that and try to do it. And we're going to support their efforts in every way that we can. Uh, the more that we can get, the more hours that we can get, the more care that we can get for our folks locally, the better off we are. Um, you know, I'm grateful to them for taking that leap and grateful to, to everybody that's worked in the projects to get us to where we're at, to identify the problems, number one. Number two, to actually have a solution. Because a lot of times we're really good at identifying problems but the dollars and everything else doesn't flow to the problem. And this is one of those cases where it is going to, and it's going to be sustainable and it's going to be huge for, for, for North County. It's also people have been really deeply connected around the work. I mean, you've got people from many different sectors continuing to have these conversations, building relationships with each other so that they can get to that point of creating solutions. Yeah, that's huge because that connection building, that you know, getting getting healthcare folks together with education folks and early childhood folks together with with healthcare folks. That all starts to build a deeper understanding of what our issues are. Number one, number two, what those solutions are going to be. And so, having that community effort um, involved in the conversation has been critical in getting to the point we're at. And I think it's going to drive where we go from here as well. Andy, it was great speaking with you today. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. This is the Early Link Podcast brought to you by Children's Institute. Children's Institute is working to ensure that every child in Oregon has the best start in life. I'm your host, Rafael Otto. Don't forget to tune in on 99.1 FM on the second and fourth Sunday of every month at 4.30 p.m. Episodes are also available on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You can also find episodes on the Children's Institute website at childinst.org and on the Portland Radio Project website at prp.fm. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.